This is episode 46 of Bella in Your Business. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. Welcome to Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta from Jump Consulting, and today I have a special guest for you. Jen Phillips April and I met way back, probably in 2012, when she presented at a pet sitting conference. Since then, she's always been someone I've been connected to and definitely admired for what she does. She's someone that I want you all to listen up to because she can help every single one of you out there, whether it's to inspire you just by the short time we're about to spend together, or maybe even help you work on your website. But Jen is an online marketing guru. I'm going to call you a guru. And she's very heavily involved in the pet industry. Back in 2005, she started a dog treat recipe site and using content and the best practices with SEO, she actually grew that site to 80 7,000 visitors a month. That is insane. These days, she works with clients like pet sitters and dog trainers. She writes their website copy. And let me tell you, copy are the words that are on your website. I use that word a lot and people say, what is that? It's basically the words on your site that get found by Google. And she offers a lot of training on social media and SEO. And she is just all around like your business, like magician. <laughs> Jen, <laughs> welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Bella. That's a, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I might have to take that all. I'm the business magician. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's, it's always amazing when you get to be introduced because then you hear of everything that you do and you're like, I kind of do do all that. Huh? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. That's really so, awesome. <laughs> you are very familiar with our industry. This isn't like you're like, what does a pet sitter do? Like you get us, which is why this is going to be so valuable. But let's break it down and figure out how and why your website copy can help you get found on Google. Yes. So sometimes pet sitters start their businesses and they're not, you know, there's a lot to know when you start a business in any in industry, but they don't necessarily know some of the ins and the outs of web marketing in order mm-hmm. Is that necessarily required, right? Right. Because you know, you start your pet sitters. Pet sitters are pets, <laughs> not to become a website, you know, maven. Totally. Yeah. But of course, there's like all this hidden. I'm mean, trying to break this down, make it like not so geeky. But you know, like the website is built on code. I mean, I think most people yeah. understand there, you know, there's this magic behind the scenes stuff that we don't see when you look at someone's website. And how that's created helps your site to actually get found by Google and hence your visitors. Part of that is the copy or the content that goes into it. And so, for example, if you're a pet sitter in Seattle, you know you want to be sure you have terms like pet sitter in Seattle or pet sitter and zip codes or pet sitting in Seattle or dog walking in Seattle. But there's a whole way that you weave these terms in so it's strategic and it's not just, you know, a jagali book. It doesn't sound like your keyword stuffing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're not stuffing a uh, Thanksgiving Day turkey. <laughs> right. Right. So, you know, it needs to sound natural. There's a delicate balance, you know. Yeah. It needs to sound natural. It needs to sound... But we, that's how your, your visitor searches for you, right? Like Totally. They look for, you know, the neighborhood name, for example, or the zip code. But, you know, that's how people search. So Totally. And now they're even searching questions and, yeah. like, you know, how much does a pet sitter cost in Scottsdale, Arizona? And, you know, they're really asking Google about that crazy growth on the back of my right knee that's red color what is it <laughs> you know oh, <laughs> <laughs> we have to google everything yeah. 
So what do you think the most visited page on our websites are and how can we use it to attract our best clients? Is it the homepage? Is it our blog? Like, what is it? Actually, for most sites, it's your about page. Ah. People want to know about you. Mm -hmm. And unless they've asked for recommendation and you're the only pet sitter they're looking at, they're probably looking at others. If they've Googled pet sitters, then they're looking at other sites. Mm -hmm. So they want to go to your about you page and find out who you are. Mm-hmm. I love that. It makes so much sense because you ask Google and Google is going to give you a whole bunch of options. You go to it and you're like, well, yeah, that's all great. But who's the person behind this? Mm-hmm. And I, I see a lot of people don't even answer that or they just talk about the company. They don't talk about the people behind it. And right. I can definitely see when you're going to give your keys to someone and let them in your home where all of your prized possessions are located, you want to know who that is, who you're yeah. going to call. What do they look like on the other side of the phone before you call them? Exactly. So, I mean, I always recommend putting pictures of yourself up, pictures of, you know, if you have staff, putting pictures of other people, you know, the, all the team. Uh-huh. Just put the pictures in a little bio for everyone because yeah. it is a very intimate business. You know, these people are handing over the keys of their home and their fur children. Mm-hmm. What do you think we should say in our bio? I mean, should we give our whole resume and college education and starting from when we were born as a little baby on the prairie? And <laughs> Yeah, not so much. What should we talk about in there? What do you think people are looking for? What do they want to read? Well, they want to know how you can help them and how you can solve their problem. Yes. And so the way you want to couch is like, you know, I'm so-and-so and I've been doing this for X number of years or however. But, you know, obviously showing any kind of specialty background or training or something that you have. But you're always wanting to make sure that you're thinking of your visitor first and what are the questions they have. Mm-hmm. I think a great way to do that, Jen, is creating your own avatar. Yeah. Like for that client that you're looking for. I think if you can create an avatar of a person, and what I mean is... Who are they? How old are they? What do they lay awake at night thinking about? What kind of car do they drive? Where do they stay in a hotel? Do they go to the movies or do they stream it? What are their fears? What are their excitements? How much money is in their bank account? Like if you can really figure out who your ideal client is, it might be a lot easier to wrap. And I'm sure you do this with your clients when you're trying to write copy for them, right? You're saying, well, who are we talking to? Because it can't just be anyone with a pet. That's 60% of the population. Right. No, it's definitely who are we talking to? Who's your ideal client? And if people haven't already created an avatar for themselves, then we go through the process of creating that. That's exciting. I think it's great to be able to do it with someone like yourself because sometimes that can be a daunting task or you can be like, okay, well, I answered these 10 questions. That's my avatar. Right. But like to really get into the psychology of it. Yeah. You know, that's powerful. Right. Like what gets them excited? You know, what Mm -hmm. language do they use? Mm -hmm. You definitely want to hit those emotional points. That's a good one. What language do they use? Because I see a lot of different pet sitters, you know, one the other day, I kind of cringed. They were like, we're animal care provider or something. And I was like, animal. Hmm. (laughs) It doesn't really sound too like sweet and warm and fuzzy. You know, it's like always pets. They're not an animal. You're not the owner. Right. You're a pet parent. They're your babies. They're your fur babies. All of these emotional terms that you were just talking about. Exactly. Exactly. Love it. So what is SEO? What does it stand for? Why do we need it? Well, SEO stands for search engine optimization. Mm -hmm. And in the good old days, it kind of meant specific terms a lot of times, but it also, it means how your site gets found by search engines. And it brings into lots of pieces these days with how people use your website, how active you are on social media, 
how fast your site loads, is it mobile optimized, like all of these components, but also the copy. Like the copy is clearly what I am focused on in this sense. And what what's the language you use in the copy? Right. And going back to the earlier, we were using, you know, pet sitting in Seattle, pet sitting in Austin, whatever it may be. Right. I want people to understand, and we can expand on this when we come back from this commercial break, but we're going to talk about the benefits of blogging in SEO. And I want you to think about on the commercial break, where do you think people land? You know, everyone's worried about the front page of their website, having that SEO'd or having the copy, but in actuality, people are landing on many different pages. And I want to dive deep with that and you when we come back from this commercial break. Want to get yourself or your staff pet first aid CPR certified, but don't know how? Gone are the days of having to take off a day of work just to go sit in a classroom. Take it online. Pro Pet Hero is a veterinarian trained program given in modules that test your knowledge of the material at the end of each section. Pro Pet Hero can even give you a certificate to show all your clients and post it on your website. Imagine future clients being drawn to you because of your extensive knowledge. Sign up today www.jumpconsulting.net forward slash CPR. That's jumpconsulting.net forward slash CPR. Use coupon code CPR dash pet sitter for 10% off. And we're back with Jen Phillips, April, and we are talking all about copy and SEO and landing. And Jen, (laughs) when we first started these website things, these five page static websites, that weren't really that robust, barely had pictures on it, read like a book. Back then it was people were going directly to our website. Mm-hmm. But you just brought up a good point before the commercial break and you were talking about social media and drawing people to your website through social media and blogs. So mm-hmm. let's talk about how it's not really just your front door. People are coming in the back door, they're coming oh, yeah. in the window, they're coming in the attic. <laughs> Absolutely. And all of those entrances are so vitally important. So how do you help clients or advise pet sitters to really make sure that every door is the front door. It's a great point because having a website is one thing, but then you need to bring people to it in some capacity. And so the SEO is a component of that, but also social media. That's a great entry point because you meet people on Facebook, for example. They get to know you there. It's kind of like the virtual handshake, if you will. And if people like you, they're going to follow you. If they feel connected to you, they're going to follow you. They're going to come to your, if you're writing blogs on a regular basis and putting those out into the world, then people are going to come in through your blog posts, especially if you are answering the questions that they want to know the answers to. And if you're thinking about SEO. So one of the things I help clients with, pet sitting clients particularly, is devise a social media plan themselves and even come up with keyword terms. And like I'll walk them through a process of like how to use Google's keyword planner, which is a mm-hmm. tool that, that Google offers kind of shows you what people are searching for. Awesome. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? So Google Keyword Planner, you type in like one keyword and then it shows you all the keywords surrounding it or the phrases surrounding it, right? Right. So it's usually more like phrases, like two to four words. Uh And you can even put in like half a dozen or so. I mean, you can put in a bunch of them and then just click get more. And it tells you how many people are searching and using those terms. Yeah. And that's powerful because, again, when someone's looking at that blank screen and that cursor just blinking at them. <laughs> that's the worst thing. <laughs> it's paralyzing, girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh it's gosh. paralyzing. So what would be your best advice for someone who wants to 
first they need to realize is my website like everyone else's Mm -hmm. how can we tell if our copy if the words on our website are doing us justice or not doing us justice if we're just kind of blending in and selling the industry or if we're being unique is there some sort of a test or a way or a checklist or you know it's subjective right because you want it to be about you you, because everyone is unique Uh so you really want you to come across and your personality is sometimes that's in some people will have really fun content and others it'll be very very dry much more formal you know (laughs) (laughs) and and sometimes that's appropriate because that's like who they are right if you kind of wanted to sound like them you don't want to sound like everyone else we've all seen those websites where it's like you could interchange the logo (laughs) (laughs) you know and it would be the same totally totally so guys don't be like everyone else don't sell the industry all this stuff that PSI and NAPS puts out, it's great. The whole turning of the blinds to the lived-in look, the whole no travel trauma. That's all great stuff, but that doesn't tell about why your company is unique. It also doesn't tell me why you're unique when you say we're the best or we love them like they're our own because everybody does that. Yes. And you would assume that everyone does that. So I think that your brand, trying to build your brand, how people feel, you know, loving kisses, pet sitting, you should have kiss marks everywhere, maybe, right. you know, and you should be talking about kissing your pets or we kissing our clients or something like that. Something else I think is interesting, Jen, is and this is a little bit more about branding, but it has to do with your copy, too. And mm-hmm. this is totally off script. I'm just kind of going here <laughs> is um, fonts. What do you think about fonts, oh, different fonts fun. and how that makes you feel a certain way or not a certain way. <laughs> no, that's a really great point. And the different fonts for different regions and, and certain ones work better online than like in a book. And you think of like a 19th century novel and the kind of font that was used in those versus yeah. modern day novels, you know, current things. Uh-huh. It's a totally different font, right? Yeah. I mean, and, and typically it's easier to read now. It's a little more, usually a little bit bigger, a little bit more white space on a page. Uh-huh. Think of that. And so that applies to your website. And, you know, there's, I'm not any, by any means a font expert. And yet, and I all, and I tend to default to like Times New Roman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is not very exciting, but, you know, it's legible. Mm-hmm. But that's something to consider. I mean, are you like a really fun, do you want to create this lighthearted feeling around your sitting business? And if so, what's the best font to use yeah. for that? And you want to make sure it's legible because that... You know, totally. I think it's a great way to just like liven up your copy. So your copy might feel like it's dry, but your copy is going to read and feel different depending on what kind of font you have. And I yeah. always recommend to people that the font that's in your logo, you should try to have that as like your H1 font. Carry it through to your website and right. make sure when you're picking your logo and your fonts and your logo that they're also good fonts for Google, you know, right. and a good designer should be able to do that because that'll help your brand stay consistent. And we're talking about SEO. We're talking about the copy on your website. We're basically talking about your message. And mm-hmm. these are all kinds of things that really subconsciously and psychologically play into your message, what yes. the words are, what they look like, how you're saying it, the vocabulary you're using. Right. And they all work together. Totally. Yes. And there's so much to think of. So like to your point at the beginning, you know, you started a pet sitting company because you love the pets, not because you're a copy expert or a designer or a logo person. But the good thing is, is that this stuff, you can do it. And then, I mean, the good thing for the business owner, bad thing for you, I guess, (laughs) is the website stuff. You do it and you can be good for a couple of years. You know, you don't have to update it all the time. Right. You can be set. It's not like something you have to constantly be doing. 
So how can you use your website to stay connected with the clients and generate more repeat business? Well, this is one of my favorite things that's being overlooked a lot. And it may sound boring, but it still works. <laughs> and that's email marketing. Amen, sister. It's one of the only things we have control over. If Facebook exactly. fell off the earth tomorrow, what do you have? <laughs> exactly. So you don't want to build your whole empire on Facebook or Google or Instagram or what uh -huh. have you. You know, you also want to be able to collect those email addresses and then use it, you know. So whatever email provider you're using, I mean, so that rather updates. And that's going to help you not only generate more leads and stay connected to your clients more, but, you know, you can send it out three months ahead of time for your busy season, right? Hey, now mm -hmm. we're looking up for the summer vacation season, you know, mm -hmm. make sure you contact us today if you have your vacation plans in right. place. So it serves as a reminder yes. for past clients. And what I also love about email is that you can schedule all of them. So anyone mm -hmm. that says, I don't have time for that, it's really not a good excuse. It's like no excuse zone here with me. Like, that's really not good. You, you yeah. just need to like schedule two or three hours and you could plan all your emails for the next few months and schedule them to come out and never think about Absolutely. it again. And Absolutely. every year you could send the same thing out too, because Jen, I don't think a client's going to be like, you sent this to me last tax season about spending money on my dog. You know, yeah, right. they're not going to remember. <laughs> no, no, they're not going to remember, you know. So, and, and that's a great point about taxis because I, from a seasonality standpoint, yes. right, like, you know, there are all these great fun pet holidays. Yes. Of course, other things like taxes that happen every year that people have to deal with. Fourth of July. I mean, what yes. any kind of actual holiday. Any of these things make a great excuse to send out an email. Yes. I love it too, because in my business, at least every year, I always did two blogs for like Christmas, maybe, or two blogs for Thanksgiving. But I would also take the two blogs I did the year before and the year before that. And you just build this arsenal because it is right. seasonal. And so what you're doing this year, you can still promote, you know, the stuff that you did last year because it doesn't matter. It's timeless. And when you start Absolutely. getting the seasons, that goes for graphics too. It goes for emails. It goes for blogs. It goes for status updates. You know, like you are building an arsenal. So if you are doing it strategically, you could really be investing in your marketing future. I mean, you guys exactly. think about it that way. It's incredible. Yes. And that's a really awesome point. And I love that you made that. And, you know, of course, to that is making sure you're organizing the content so you can be able to find it again. Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Jen, in our closing minutes, I know that you are doing a lot of talk about Facebook Live and how you can just really increase. I mean, right when I can't miss it, when I go to your site, it says like increase your reach <laughs> and sales. Bam, it's right there. Yeah. Let's talk about that because I am so excited. Pet sitters, I have a couple of them that I've been sharing. They finally got rid of their fear. There's like three of them this week and they got in front of the camera and they even led their staff to get in front of the camera while they were walking dogs just to talk on yep, camera. That's awesome. And the, they are getting hundreds of hits. And I just did an interview with one gal who's making an extra $5,000 in her business because of Facebook groups and Facebook Live. That's fantastic. So I want to end this on a high note and I want you just to like take the stage and give me your best Ra Ra Shishkumbal, this is why you need to do Facebook Live. Yes, I am so about Facebook Live. And, you know, it's kind of funny because I'm like a reluctant video gal because I'm a writer, but I totally have embraced it. And a year and a half ago, I did 30 days in a row of Facebook yeah. Lives. And uh -huh. I tracked it. I tracked it like what time of day did I do it? How long was it? How many people were watching? And I had over 2,000 views in that time frame, right? 
which is awesome. And then I would go places I, and I would run into people and they would say, hey, have you watched your lives? This is a great tip. I would just give like, they're short. I give it like a little tip. Yeah. You know, here's your copywriting yeah. tip of the day. Or here's your marketing yeah. tip of the day. So no big thing, you know, not, not let me. Nothing so, earth shattering. Yeah, exactly. You were just consistent. I was consistent. And, and I got so much business out of it. And it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And so I, that's why I'm such a big believer in, in Facebook Live. And it, yes, I still do them. I just don't do as many. You know, it's so immediate and it's so personable. And, you know, in Pep City, this is a very personable business. You're going to people's homes. You're taking care of their, their fur children. And that is a really intimate process. And people want to know who you are mm-hmm. and do they feel comfortable with you. And that comes across on video mm-hmm. in a way that will never come across in text. Amen. And I think the less perfect you can be, there is perfection and imperfection. Yes. So the more imperfect you can be, your hair is out of the way. Maybe you got, maybe not mascara dripping down, but for crying out loud, like you might not feel perfect. You might not look perfect. You might stumble your words like I just did, but none of you just said, I'm not listening to this podcast anymore because Bella just stumbled up our words, right? Right. I mean, guys, be real. It makes you human. Totally. Yes. I love that quote. You know, there's perfection and perfection. Yes. We're all human. And you don't need to be all like, you know, stylized to do a Facebook Live to walk the dog. I mean, that's, <laughs> you know, that, that's not what it's about. Get those designer shades on with those like blinged out yeah. shoes. Like doesn't need to happen. <laughs> no. I started doing that a lot on my Facebook page. I do my sweaty selfies in the oh, morning. Yes. I mean, I literally do have mascara dripping down my face from that. What, like that didn't come off the night before because I'm one of those girls that like I need to get up and work out before I even walk out of my room because if I don't, I won't do uh-huh. it. And then I post my picture or sometimes I'm doing my, uh, sometimes I've actually started videoing some of it and putting it on my Bella Vasta profile. And you know what? I could rip that stuff apart and tell you 5,000 ways to Sunday how that's not perfect and why I shouldn't post it. But you know what? I do it and people connect right. with it. People see it. And you just have to, when we are selling, pet sitters sell peace of mind, trust, and security. Mm-hmm. There's no better way to give someone peace of mind and trust than to show them that you are willing to be fearless and vulnerable by going on video. Yes, it's so true. And then that video, you can post that video inside one of your blogs yeah, too. You can reuse and that. And guess what? People will also stay on your website That's longer, right. which will help with that bounce rate. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's an incestuous cycle. Yeah. Jen, thank you so much for being on and just chatting with me today. How can people reach out to you? And can you tell people how you can help them? Maybe there's a pet sitter that says, I need to contact this Jen, <laughs> which you guys all should be saying. <laughs> tell me how they can get in contact with you and what you got for them. They can find me at jenphillipsapril.com. And I do have a Facebook Live five-day visibility course if they uh, want to sign up for that. I've done everything from just getting on the phone or Skype or Zoom with someone for like an hour and going through their website and giving them tips and ways they can improve it mm-hmm. in, in terms of their copy and their social media strategy. Or I can work with them on an ongoing basis to create that social media strategy and, of course, rewrite their web copy so that's search engine friendly. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Jen, it's been such a pleasure and thank you so much for your time. This has been another episode of Bella in Your Business. Check us out on iTunes, Stitcher. Definitely press that subscribe button so you can get updates every Thursday when the next episode comes out. And always remember to keep jumping. Thanks for jumping with Bella in Your Business. 
For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.